are you playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game, many times bad, and tell you why the bleep we played it. I am Stealth Sean. This is Vehicular Manslaughter Thomas and Mason, who is still bad at first-person shooters. And we played... So this is actually kind of a big, big deal. This for us. is a yeah. big deal for so us. You, so you may, you may have noticed last episode we teased a little bit of some, some. This is not what we teased. This but, exactly yeah. because over on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/WhatTheBleep, we have a tier called our Bleephead tier, where if you give us money, specifically fifteen dollars a month, we will let you pick a game, and. uh we got that happening. So Chris, who became our first official bleep head, wanted us to play Crisis, and you know what? We gonna do that, or we did do that. This is what I, this is what I, I what I like about this idea of like having people pick out the games for us. Because if if it was if it was just me on my own, I would have probably never even touched this game. I mean, I might have in like 10, 15 years, but not now. Yeah, you know, you would have been like, in, in 20, 2030, you'd have been like, guys, have you ever heard of this crisis? <laughs> this brand new... <laughs> yeah, this shit rules. It fit uh, right in with how bad I am at keeping up with new games. It's not even that new of a game. This is a PS3 game from uh, 2007? 2007 is a PS3. I played the remastered version, which came out in 2020. Thomas, you played the remastered? I played the remastered version, if and only because I wanted to play the original couldn't find it. Anymore. Yeah, that was kind of where I was on the on the time frame that we had for this, and you and I played, played the original. I played. I was the. I yeah. I was surprised to be the only one uh, uh, of the three of us to play the original well, 360 version. That's because yeah, because you are an Xbox user. Well, Thomas and I are Sony whores, uh, <laughs> yep, and this was a PC designed game and Xbox designed game that did also get a PlayStation port. Right. So yeah. the the first. Like, all three uh, of the original Crisis games, and then the remastered versions of them, they're all on Game Pass, which is how I played, which is how I was able to play the first one. What's the PlayStation equivalent? PlayStation, like PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus. plus. The, the, the price hasn't hit Plus. Well, the remastered is on the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. The, the remastered's on Plus, but also it's like, again, PS3 games are really hard to emulate in general. Mm-hmm. That's so. true. So, yeah, it, it's, on, it's on there. Um, I remember the trailer for this one. So, like, I remember the Crisis trailer and how big it was, and it was... A lot of people were calling it... When it first debuted at E3, I believe it was E3, or it was one of those game show game shows when it debuted the trailer. I remember when they debuted it, it was hailed as, ooh, Crisis is coming, and Half-Life 2 is coming. It's, it's like... They really those, at the same time? Yeah. It yeah. was like, it's those two. And I remember that, and then I don't remember ever hearing about this game again. <laughs> that's that's honestly when when we brought up uh, doing Crisis, that was the only thing that I remembered about it was that it was like the pinnacle of PC performance mm-hmm. at the time. And because it, it was big, because it was the guys who did Far Cry, doing a a, a futuristic sh- first person shooter. 
And this was also this was their first game on Crytek, wasn't it? Yes. Well, uh, with the Crytek engine, this was their um, de- debuting that engine, I believe. I thought Far Cry used because yeah, yeah, because they, they, they sure described it as it. I believe the Far Cry, uh, the Cry engine in Far Cry. Yeah, yeah, they used it. Uh, okay. I believe, or it was the la- but it was one of the later versions of right. that game. So it was or okay. that that engine. So it was like the the like the unveiling of that version of that mm-hmm. engine. Yeah. So, with this game. Uh, and I because this this if you haven't gone back because uh, I did and watched the debut trailer for this game watch it great trailer is it a good trailer it's also 2007 so remember Re-rendered? there's there's a bit of that uh, yeah. but also this game looked good at the time uh, especially for what it was uh, it, it's 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 and you can see where a lot of like the people who didn't like this game and especially when the remasters came around and reviews were not as kind to it. And don't get me wrong, this, the original was reviewed very well. But uh, this game, there's a little bit of style over substance at time, and that's what a lot of people, a lot of the like negative critiques were in, the, in this game, is that they called it style over substance. That being said, I really like the style in this game. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. It, it does feel a bit cody. But other but than that, kind of before though the the the, the COD craze though. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, I'm the only one here who had exposure to this beforehand. I played Crisis. I bought the uh, remastered trilogy a long time ago on Switch. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah, yeah. runs pretty well. Really? Yeah. Wow. I I honestly expected it to blow up my Switch, but no, it honestly worked pretty well. Um. That is that is kind of funny. Does it go from like this is the peak of PC performance to hey you can play this on uh, Nintendo's uh, tablet with mini controllers on the side? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that is pretty funny. Called, I bet it runs pretty good on the Steam Deck, honestly. That's, that's evolution, Ooh. baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll bet it does. It probably does run pretty well. But yeah, that was, I, that was something that I, that was another thing that I was thinking of as I was downloading this as I was downloading this game off of Game Pass. I was thinking, I was, I was thinking like, wow, this is, this was what like, this was the big hot shot game for the PC, and this version for the console, it's only four gigabytes. <laughs> that is, that is, tiny compared to the games compared to games compared today to games we get now, that are like a hundred plus gigs. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty it's, funny. But yeah, uh, I played this game before. I actually loved uh, the first Crisis game when I first played it. It was. Right up my alley as someone who wanted kind of a mindless shooting game with, mm-hmm. a bit of, with a bit of a fancy twist on it. And I that I played Crisis 2 like that. Played a little bit of Crisis 3. I got distracted and never finished it. But. it it's definitely... You can tell the people who made Far Cry made this game. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah, from yeah. Pi- the way you pick the, up objects... The way you pick up objects... so the, Far Cry. The way that it... Reflects how Far Cry is designed even nowadays, where it's mm-hmm. very okay. wide open areas. That first, that for, that uh, when you drop into that first island, it that is like that is straight out of Far Cry. Very much, yeah, very, very much straight out of Far Cry. It's Far Cry if one of the protagonists just decided to grab a fucking nano suit. Yeah, which that is, I think, the selling point of this game is the suit, the fact that you have cloak. The fact that you have you can turn your armor on, and the fact that you can customize your weapons with different things, and that was the thing that like when I started playing this and really getting into trying to get as far as I could into the game, I died a lot. Oh, I died a lot. Oh, I'm not good at this game. 
Uh, I don't. I'm not as bad, bad at this game as I was at Forza, but no, this was not. This was this was a lot of ooh boy. Uh, but when you get items to customize and things to customize your weapon, you have a silencer. Uh, uh, is it uh, on it? You have the ability to put a bunch of different little things on on the customization to make your weapon for different situations. Ooh, I, I enjoyed that. So here's here's my big issue with the with the suits. With this, with the, with the nano suit, and one of my, one of my issues with this game as a whole, personally. So when when you open up, when you start this game, at least uh, on the version that I played, I don't know if it probably does the same thing on the remaster. But when you start it up, it does like this opening animation, showing everything that the suit can do, like, like the stealth stuff, and you know the little speed boosty thing, and you know, and it shows a guy like doing all that and like beating up a bunch of guys, and you know. Using using the suit as it's intended, and, it, and you look at that and you think, "Wow, you're going to feel invincible in this thing," and then you drop in. And you don't. And if you don't know how to use it properly, like I didn't, it was very hard to rem- it was very hard to remember as I'm getting shot at. Oh shit! I need to hit the armor button. If you don't know how to use it, like I did. You don't feel invincible like that opening cutscene. There's kind of it leads you to believe you will. Element to the mech suit that I, you feel like you know the movie uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Yes. That like they have these like big mech suits with guns and all these things, and then these just weird tentacle aliens are just slaughtering them left and right. <laughs> yeah. That's the feeling that you have with it. A little bit. I, personally, one of the things that does make this game for me is the weapon customization, as Sean brought up earlier. It's gonna sound really weird, but for some reason, there's a re- this is my personal favorite Crisis game. It's like it's the first one, really. Yeah, and it is exclusively because of the weapon customization. Wow. They don't have it in the layer games because they uh, they they cut it down for consoles, basically. Look, I love to customize things. Yeah, customization and, fun. And at least I don't remember. I could be wrong. I I've, I've only played Crisis two the one time. Mm. Hey, <laughs> but um. Nothing is as cool to me as just looking at your gun, putting a grenade launcher on it, a laser sight, uh, adjusting the stock or whatever, putting incendiary rounds in your AK because you're a fucking lunatic. Yes, it's <laughs> and, these sort of things that is so you can you. It's less about what type of guns you have, like a lot of other ones, and more how you want to make your gun unique, and that's actually really fun. Yeah, and. Yeah, it's it is something I really enjoyed personally. I also I just like that you can dual wield pistols. Mm-hmm. Did I get any kills with them? Probably not. I but. was <laughs> I was ridiculously bad aim with the pistol. Like, did anybody else have it that it aimed a little higher than you would think? Uh yeah. Yeah. yeah and so like I, I, I adjusting to it, like I eventually figured out like uh, and got it to like I was saying, but initially I was like, why is everything going high with the, the pistol? The whole like. This is the other issue that I have with it. The like, the gameplay in general is going for like as realistic as possible. I felt like, at least shooting wise, and like with the like, there's no on-screen sight. You have to use the gun sight, uh, which is well, you can get sights and customize. Wait, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't figure that. Well, out. well, you as the game progresses, oh, it goes as on. The, yeah, yeah, the game, you okay. you get it, that's part of customizing your weapon. At the initial, yeah, you don't have it, but well, you I mean, can yeah. get you can get you know, you know, f- was it four, five, six times magnification sniper scope? See, on I, your... I didn't get that far into it, but 
You do also have your binoculars so you can look and see things as well. Well, yeah, but that doesn't help when you're shooting, when you're actively That's shooting fair. at them. Uh, but you can mark characters. I, for, I forgot I had the binoculars. Oh, I used them a I, lot. I forgot I had the binoculars because if you can't tell by my name, my strategy was less what you're supposed to do, which is cloak, stealth around, check out everyone, and then pick them off one by one, and more get in a Humvee, drive like a maniac while blaring right of the Valkyries and rent and run to like 15 people and a Kate and eventually get out right before it explodes. There you go. <laughs> That's yeah. That, 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 that was my, this, that was why I couldn't get really far in this game was because I'm trying to use the site that comes with the gun. Uh, that's really small and the people are far away and it's hard to it, like, and there's also, Mason. there's no like, there's no mark, there's no hit marker in this game to tell if you're actually hitting them. So I'm just well, shooting in their you, direction, and I have no idea if I'm hitting them or not until they die. So, yes, I, I actually also had a little bit of problems with that element, but you can put a super magnified scope and have buckshot. See, I didn't know that. The game <laughs> did, that's the thing. I didn't, I, the game didn't tell me these things. This game, the customization, like that is... The reason why I will play this game again in the future is because I want to have as many ridiculously weird gun combinations as possible because that is that is extremely what I want. Like I may be bad at a lot of first, especially more the more modern we get, the worse I get at first person shooters. You go back a little bit, I'm actually a little better at this and that, but you know, and I'm never going to be good at first person shooters, but I'm better at some of them. But like this this game, the gun customization is is literally worth the price. It's it's literally worth it. Albeit, you know, if you have Game Pass or PlayStation Plus, this is a free game. <laughs> it's a free game. Uh, with yeah, things like that. But if you don't, uh, it's worth the price. Like, that alone is awesome. And, you know, that does make me actually, you know, kind of want to go back and try it again at least a little bit because I, I, that may have just been the problem. That the, 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 uh, I was going to um, say... I, what's the word I'm looking for? The yeah, iron um, sights. No, I'm... I'm uh, I'm trying to, the setup. The setup that mm-hmm. I was working with just wasn't working for me. Yeah, so I see. so I feel like if I changed that, yeah, no. See, first thing I did when I played the game, because inst- I played the game before. So for this run, the first thing I did was you get your assault rifle. And it's like you can use your iron sights, or you can switch to the red scope, or I can switch to the red scope. Yeah, I, <laughs> I switched to the red scope pretty fast because it was just that uh, that scope was a little better. Like I, I didn't mind the iron sights at different times. But I did prefer the red scope because it does have I, the dot uh, dot on it. Yeah, uh, I I did not like the iron sights. It's a it's a weird thing with me in first person mm-hmm. shooters. I do not like iron sights that much. I always like to have a scope. Same same. I actually like kind of the iron sights in the call the like older Call of Duty games. I don't mind them as much that, in those that's, games. That's but, fair, but that's also like. I can accept that if I'm in that time period. That's true. Like, like if I'm like if I'm playing a World War, War. I was gonna say if I'm playing a World War One shooter, I don't expect to be able to put the 2023 like 68 times sniper scope on my fucking uh, M1 Grand. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 that that is what makes this game. Because in the end, like there is a plot going on with aliens and military stuff it's, and all going on, but like. None of the plot really was like sticking to me. Isn't that, <laughs> so what, I went through isn't it. that what Battle for LA was? Well, what's, what's it called? What's that uh, movie called? It's a little different, but sure. LA Battlefield, whatever it is, isn't that what, that... what the hell is that movie called? Uh, Battlefield LA. 
No, Battle for Battle LA. Battle LA? Battle I think, LA. I think, I think it's just Battle LA. I know there's Sorry a couple... Sorry to immediately disrail you, but I was just like, isn't that what that is? There's going to be a couple of people that are going to listen to this that are going to be like, <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's this! <laughs> I have a couple of friends who love that movie, who I think are hopefully going to listen to this, and we'll go to They're that. just texting you while they're playing, it's Battle LA, you fucking idiot! <laughs> uh, watch, we're still saying it wrong, they're still pissed off. Exactly. Um, but yeah. The plot's nothing special. It's military dudes find alien guys, and if you're like me and you have the monkey brain, it might be cool for some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the game actually, in my opinion, gets worse when you start fighting the aliens. Because what makes the game cool, in my opinion, is it is guerrilla warfare, but you happen to be a one-man army in a nano suit. Like, that's what kind of makes the game cool for me. Uh, when you're fighting the aliens, it's very much... You're fighting these big spaceships. You're doing all this stuff, and it's like, oh, that kind of, kind of loses some of the appeal for me personally. Yeah, it kind of what it what it sounds to me like is like it's like when you're playing, um, what's it called, Earth Defense Force, mm-hmm. mm. where you're you're shooting like giant bugs and spiders and stuff, and eventually you get to a point where there's like UFOs going around that you're trying to shoot down, and it's like, well, that's not fun. Yeah, that's not as fun. It's not as fun, right. as, not as, fun as shooting a giant spider in the face. Right, exactly. The story boiled down is military, military on Earth, Halo. It's break down what a lot of it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah cause it, it's basically... It's even got the cool suits. Yeah. It's got the suits. It's an old alien architecture. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's an old alien architecture buried. Uh, I'm surprised Bungie didn't call their lawyers. <laughs> there's some, there's some cool bits in the story. No pun intended, but one of them is where the aliens awaken and they freeze everything just by waking mm-hmm. up, and your character breaks out, and you're like, "What the fuck was that?" Uh, also, kind of interesting. Uh, you can customize your voice. But it's just the voice. Oh. So it can be like, you can have a male or female nomad. Oh. So it's like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things. And again, there's a reason this was awarded Best Shooter of 2007 by GameSpot. Wow. Yeah. Which, again, I believe same year as Half-Life 2. Was ha- I think Half-Life 2 was the, it was technically, I think was 2006. 2006. I think, I think okay, it was well, the end of 2006. Okay, so. well then never mind. Christ they, sucks. They were close, <laughs> they were close to each other though, I believe, or we're at it, I could be wrong. No, I uh, think, I think you're right. I just but, uh, I think for this game, it's just, it, it is fun. And I like it, and I think I will revisit it. So that, like, and I will play it more. I, I have it downloaded on my PS5 now. I think I will play it a little bit you know, on and off. Uh, but also, it, 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 outside of the gun customization, it all kind of feels like the shooters of the time. Now it's a really well done version of it, so I don't know if that's necessarily a disrespect or just being like, yeah, it feels like a first person shooter of the 2010s or right. late around that time. Uh, yeah. But it, it it does it well, so like I'm not. This isn't necessarily being like it's bad because of that it's just it 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 doesn't separate itself for me. Looking back at it, you know, and again playing the remastered version, so maybe a little bit of different of an experience than playing the OG. But looking back at it, it's like it feels very much yeah. like and that and that may the be shooters. like maybe that's why Mason had a harder time than us. Maybe the OG just didn't say as just didn't tell him as much yeah well yeah that's that that is i think that mm-hmm. is what it is the, the other interesting thing is and i don't think i've ever experienced this with a game that we've played for this podcast or any game in general i think i feel like if i was 
if I was my age, the age I am now, in 2007, and I was first introduced to this game, I think I would gravitate to it a lot more. The problem is I'm not... It's not 2007. I'm not 21 in 2007. I'm 21 in... 2024. Yeah. I was gonna say, in, I was gonna say in 2007 you would have been what, like fucking four. I would have been what, three, four, five. Yeah, I would have been four. Yeah, this is this I is. Was, I, was, I was four years old when this game came out. You're saying that you weren't grabbing the Xbox 360 controller at four to play Crisis? No, I was grabbing uh, the X. I was grabbing uh, the Xbox Connect in 2012 to play Connect Adventures. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, put some respect on my name. <laughs> Was it 2012? It may have been 2014. Anyways. The thing... I think the thing for this, and I think that's a really good point, is maybe also why... I, I, I couldn't find a lot why the remasters were reviewed so much lower uh, than there, but I think maybe there is a point in it. In 2007, this game was awesome. In 2020, maybe that a lot of those things weren't as awesome. Yeah. And it might be a lot of these reviewers had played the game before. Mm-hmm. So the remasters I'm guessing didn't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So. And the the thing that and the and you were you were mentioning a lot you were going uh, a, a lot on the uh, weapons customization, which is a genuine plus for a game like this. But the thing is I'm listening to you uh, to you talk about this and you know what other game do, does this? It, mind you it does it differently. But you know what other game does this? Doom twenty sixteen. And I love that game. And I th- and I think comparing the two, I I would gravitate more to Doom 2016 just because I love the w- I like the way it plays more. Oh, and I think if and I think if uh, if Crisis, I think if it was a little bit more like Doom 2016 in the way it played, it probably wouldn't have fit the presentation very well. But it would have been a little bit more fun for me personally. I, it's it's a difference between boomer shooters and uh, tactical shooters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I like both because I'm a fucking ape man, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But there's there's going to be plenty that people gravitate towards. A lot of people I know, Mason included, gravitate more towards boomer shooters. So yeah, I, uh, I Thomas mentioned some of the the gameplay in here, but I just wanted to, to really highlight uh, the stealth mechanics were really awesome for me, uh, especially in the early in that island level, but even later on in some of the other stuff. But that early stuff when you're sneaking around the camps, like I really did enjoy the you you hit your cloak, all right. I'm going to spend time. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm running out of energy on my cloak. Okay. I have to decloak in a couple of seconds. All right. Fine. It's fine. Okay. Laying down. No one sees me. I'm decloaking. Okay. Energy powered back up. All right. Cloaking. Oop. There's a guy there. Uncloak. Shoot. Cloak. Like, I really did enjoy some of the elements of the, of the, 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 the stealth mechanics of this game. And I'm not necessarily always known as the stealth person playing first person shooters, but I really had a lot of fun with the stealth. See, I do like the stealth. I did it more later on because beginning of the game again i was psychopath you know killing everything that moves blasting away one of my favorite things you can do is you can grab a guy by the throat but if you have your pistol out you can still shoot people with your pistol so you just shoot his friend with while you're holding this guy's throat then his other friend comes around the corner and you just toss him like a sack of potatoes at here's him. here's my here's my problem with playing stealthily because i did try to do that um so I'm. You should first was that I'm bad at the game. No, well that, but also. <laughs> but also. My thing, my thing about when I when I play games stealthily, and this happens a lot if you would ever watch me play uh, the Hitman games, is that when I get into the right right spot uh, to kill someone, 
I will stay in that spot until I am absolutely certain that I could kill this person and get away with it. So what happens when I'm playing Crisis and I'm using trying to use stealth mode, which goes which uh, like degenerates pretty quickly. If you're standing up, yeah, it goes really fast. Really if quickly. you're laying down, it's really slow. Wait, yeah. So when I'm when I'm trying to move and I get into the right place and I'm like, all right, I gotta I, I gotta be absolutely sure. Is this the right spot? Shit, my stealth is run out. I gotta run, and then everybody sees me and starts shooting me. There, there was it's turning me there, into Swiss cheese. On Mason, uh, point there actually. One thing that's really nice is that there are a lot of checkpoints, consistently checkpoints. So you're reloading pretty close to wherever you died. You're reloading not too far away. And I imagine on the original PC version, you also had quick save. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it, 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 I was I was consistently like oh okay yeah I died it, there was almost a Soulsborn esque element of if I got stuck on something I die a bunch but I just keep going back a little bit and be like all right well if I go to the left this time all right if I go there maybe if I do this and this I, there was a, there was a lot of like cerebral thinking through scenarios in this game that I didn't expect when I booted it up. Uh, again, played the game very differently. I beat my head against the wall, keep doing the exact same things until I beat it. Until about halfway through the game when I unlocked the sniper rifle. Because at that point I was like, ooh, now I can be a sniper. And my whole mentality changed. Because yeah. anytime I can be a sniper in a game, I'm going to be a sniper. Yeah. It, <laughs> that it, is fair. Because it, it's one of my favorite images, just for comedic sake, is some guy sitting uh, uh, in his little fucking tent. Smoking a cigarette, smoking a doobie or whatever, having a nice time, and then something coughs in the distance and his head explodes, and his friend's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Snipers are the funniest fucking thing when you think of them like that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think professionals have standards. <laughs> I think in the I know end, you were going for sniper from TF2, but it's sniper from TF2 if it was from the fucking Bronx. <laughs> I think in the end that this just this game is a lot of fun. Uh, it did apparently have a, a lot of multiplayer, up to thirty-two players online. Uh, Which I can imagine that would have been chaos. Yeah, uh, uh, everyone getting in vehicles, everyone with their own nano suit. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and especially <laughs> I think for the way I played it, I would have been awful at multiplayer. I'm bad at first-person shooter multiplayer in general. So like you know, yeah, I say I potato say, potato. Yeah, I say I like being a sniper unless it's multiplayer where you know. People are actually good at the game. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, I can, when they're sniping you back. <laughs> and, uh, no, that's exactly it. When I'm like 500 yards away from a guy, and I'm like, "Ooh, I'm taking a shot. Why am I dead?" And then some guy on the fucking moon is, <laughs> is, is like, "Hmm, this pussy's in the open." <laughs> Just see, like I would play. I uh, this actually back with like the Halo games on like play. Like I, if I was the sniper, I'm like, I'm like this. He's like, all right. Turn it and lining perfectly up, perfectly up. I'm dead. <laughs> what happened? And then you just see someone in there, and they're just like, dunk, shook, dunk. Like they pull the gun out, one fire, and I'm like, how did you get that on me in that time? I just spent meticulous minutes perfectly lining up the shot, and see, that's, and then I'm dead. See, that's why I like games like Sniper Elite and Sniper Ghost Warrior. I should say the good Sniper Ghost Warriors. Uh, because, like, I like being a sniper in games where you can, you know, take your time and settle it up. I don't like being a sniper in a multiplayer-focused game because every time I feel like I get a shot, I'm like, oh, nuts. <laughs> it's like it's that South Park meme that it's like, all right, I'm just going to line up the shot here, and I'm gone. <laughs> and, and I'm gone. <laughs> and I end up sounding like fucking Curly from the Three Stooges running away. <laughs> 
I, I think this was a, the, a good good little tangent in our uh, uh, season to, to be able to play uh, a game that like probably maybe would have played down the line because Thomas you know might have gotten in the I mood mean, and, and played it. I was gonna say maybe, but also I I say I, this is my favorite Crisis game. It's not like one of my favorite games or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a game that when uh, Chris brought it up, he's like, I want to do the first Crisis game. I was like, Oh fuck, right, I do like that game. <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it, it was great, uh, and you know. Uh, for to play and introduce a game that like I, I, going back and watching the trailers beforehand and being like, oh yeah, I remember the hype around this game. Right, this was a thing that was happening, you know. And remember also in 2007, which uh, what kind of had started, you know, we're really getting hyped around and and what is taking the world by storm. Gears of War. Oh yeah, Gears of War yeah. just come out. Like, That's the type of shooter that had kind of taken over the world at that point. Yeah. So, like, it is, like, it is interesting, you know, that this still w- did as well and was as hyped up in a world where Gears of War was everything. I, I apologize, but you said something, and I'm like, that perfectly sums up our podcast, where Sean's like, ooh, this was a thing. And I'm like, man, that perfectly sums up basically everything we've picked for this podcast. This yeah. was a thing. <laughs> this was a thing. But, yeah, it was a really, it was good, good, good to sit down and play through uh, a lot of it. I, I, this may be a little bit kind of more of a brief, like, summation. We didn't necessarily break down a lot of the little things uh, because, you know, we, you know, this wasn't necessarily planned and we threw it together because we want to make sure that anyone who subscribes on that tier gets their episode out very quickly. Exactly. This is a this is a game I would definitely like to go back to. It's mm-hmm. yeah. well, maybe maybe visited it on it. Maybe if you go back to it, and it's like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but on this podcast, we ask two important questions of every game we play. The first is, how does it hold up? It is Mason has the best answer because Thomas and I played the the version that was from oh, 2020. Was say, we played the version for fucking 2020. It for uh, for a game from 2007. It looks like a game from 2007, all right. It, it it's like I was gonna say it was like it's the most 2007 game to ever. 2007. It is, yeah, it is like for for being on a level of things that came out in 2007. Well, Hitman came out the movie. Um, and I can't think of anything else. My brain just rotted. Anyway, the thing yeah, that that's Whoa. that is that is the thing about this game is that for 2007 it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. For today, it looks like it's from 2007, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. Hey, no, it's it's all uh, boils down. To yeah, yeah. It, it's on that Xbox 360, it, PS3 graphics that like you think back and you're like, wow, these were the most incredible graphics ever. And now you're going, oh, did I ever think they were incredible? How did I do that? Yeah, it's not. It, but it, and it's not like a PlayStation One or N64, which has aged about as well as beautifully. Uh, I don't Careful, know, Chris, Christopher Lloyd. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to that, make a poll. That that man has aged gracefully. You How dare you, Mason? Because I don't think he's ever been young. <laughs> that's fair. That's one that's per, one of those actors that is perpetually old. That's just always old. Like William Defoe. That motherfucker's never been under fifty. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree with Mason here. It's. It's a very 2007 looking game. Even the remasters, it's mm-hmm. like, yep, that's 2007. Uh, and I think the and, thing again, about it's, it, it's not a bad thing. No, yeah, because it's just what it is. Especially because like, I'm getting really tired of hyper realistic games coming out every fucking uh, five minutes. Especially in the shooter realm. Yeah, especially in the shooter realm. So I'm like, oh, thank God, something that looks mid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it controls just, really well. I really did like the controls. I liked the everything, the layout. I liked the way they did things. Uh, some of the controls took a minute to get used to, but I did really like them. Uh, yeah, I think it held up. Again, played the remaster. It's only four years, you know, but it is a remaster of a game that is 17 years old. Uh, so that would have been. 14 years old at the time it would have remastered yeah so uh, yeah it, it was you know a solid a solid hold up experience mm-hmm. normally our second question is to ask do we want a remaster a remake or a reimagining well we played the remaster <laughs> so the question to ask on this is what would you like to see done with this type of game well it's interesting because we already we know Crisis 4 is in development. Yes. Yes. If it were me personally, and I know this would probably... That's the thing. is The the things that I would want from this series would piss off actual fans of this series, probably. But if it it were me, I would 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 completely scrap Crisis 4, completely, completely reboot it, but make it a boomer shooter. That's what I would do. Again, that would probably piss off a lot of people who were fans of this, uh, fans of this franchise. I, I think it. That's be, what I would do. I think it'd be better if, because I I played Postal Brain Damage earlier, which is a boomer shooter spinoff of the Postal series. Spinoff, like just do a Crisis Boomer Shooter spinoff. Spinoff. Call it okay. call it Crisis Armageddon or something like that. So, so Crisis Judgment. Day. The reason Brain, I asked this question. Like that. Is because I have a pitch to take from it. Oh boy! Give okay. me this. No, wait, cu- hold on. This is a. This is a. What the bleep? Not a how. I know. I know. I know. This is a what? Not a how. So take this customization. Take this gameplay. Take it all. Let me be the predator. Okay. I want to stealth right. with gun customization and be the predator and hunt things. Anyway, that's what I literally playing that island. I was like, I could be the predator. What if I had camouflage? I, I was gonna say basically the game is if you're the predator, except you know you're not less ripping spines out and more just kind of moving on with your life. I would like more <laughs> ripping spines out. That what I'm asking. Yes, please. Anyway, that know, is I what I felt while playing. It. I, I don't know how I feel about the idea of predator with gun. I don't. I don't. Okay. So here's my thing. I don't like the idea of Predator in first person. <laughs> that is fair, but I, I think if you were to do something with it, and again, it doesn't have to be just gun. It can be how he customizes his weapons and things like that, because he has tons and tons and tons and tons of weapons. <laughs> yes. that just, does... fucking, just fucking Predator with like, hmm, I have my wrist blades, my my scythe, and this M16 with <laughs> the tactical <laughs> That I've loaded a pitchfork on it, the top of it that I brought up. You brought up uh, Predator in first person. That just unlocked a core memory for me. We ought to play the AVP game. Uh, the, the 2010 one? Yes, that one. We ought to play that at some point. Uh, fun fact, I have played that game. I'm bad at it. <laughs> I haven't played it, but I remember uh, watching the uh, the older kids at daycare play it. Oh. That's, it was one of those games. Similar to me. I watched my brother play it. Ah. Uh. So yeah, I, I was like, you, you brought a Predator in first person. I was like, and that, and that, that game is exactly why I don't like Predator in first person. <laughs> it's not that bad, I'm just bad at it. Anyway, Anyways. what I would kind of like to take... Uh, honestly, it's gonna. I'm going the exact opposite route, and I assume what the first Far Cry is like, but I haven't played that game. I would kind of like it if it was this kind of game where you could 
self around, customize your guns and everything, but you were just a normal dude. <laughs> like you just Less land of the suits, just more. Yeah, of the... like you just land and you're uh, and like pirates attack you or something, and you crash on this island, and you're like, fuck, trying so, to survive while you're being so. Yeah, I get, I can get behind it. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. Uh, almost, almost Resident Evil esque, but with more Resident like... Evil esque, but with more of an action focus mm-hmm. instead of uh, zombies or whatever. It's just kind of normal dudes trying to make normal dudes scary or something. I like it. I'd also like for the next game to be titled Cry Forces. What do you guys think? <laughs> Genuinely, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> oh my god. So, thank you all. Uh, thank you, Chris, for uh, suggesting this. This was an awesome thing. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, if you would like to be like Chris and be one of our favorite best friends uh, on the internet, go to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash whatthebleep. Subscribe. You could either do just a regular... Uh, and for $3 a month and listen to all 114 episodes of shows we have on there. You've got a bet. <laughs> or, as I said, if you're like, 114 is not enough, I have a suggestion. Subscribe to our Super Bleephead tier. $15 a month, you can pick a game or a movie, and we will either play or watch it and then tell you all about it. If you'd like to send any comments or questions or anything else that you thought while watching this episode, send us an email, bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. That's bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. If you're listening on iTunes, Apple, Spotify, or any of those places where you can review five stars, please drop that five-star review. Even be if you, generous. Even, even if you hate us. Be even generous. Us, give it, do like, Come on. Do be, like, be uh, a bro. Do like what uh, Zack Snyder fans were doing when Justice League came out. Give it a horrible review, but five stars. Just say, five stars, release the Snyder Cut. And we'll be like, we don't do that, but thank you for the five stars. <laughs> release the Snyderverse. I, 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 I'm not in control of that. Release the bleep cut. I want to see the bleep cut. Oh, Somehow it'd be longer. Somehow. We'll catch you guys next time. Burn it.